Hello! Hi! Welcome to Adult Buddy Finders. Yeah, I'm Greenberry. And I'm Kirsten. Thanks for joining us. And today we have a cuddle therapist with us. Her name is Keely Shoup, and she is awesome. She's also trained in cuddling. She uh, came up with, well, not came up, actually co-founder means comes up, came up with, right? co-founder and director of the Cuddle Expo, and she's also a certified cuddle party facilitator. So mm. she's certified to put on cuddle parties. Oh, right. Wow. I didn't know you needed a certification, although I don't think I've ever thought about hosting my own cuddle party. I can't. I can't say that I have either. I I think it would be fun. I don't. Uh, <laughs> there aren't very many people I want to cuddle. <laughs> I don't. I I uh. It does seem like I'll be real on this one. I don't. It feels like it could be weird. It could get weird. Like I don't know. Like I don't think I would want to cuddle strangers. Do you? Are you? Or I guess even friends. Sorry, friends. I don't even want to cuddle my friends. I don't want my friends over. Like we have so, game nights over here, uh, and uh, I don't think I've don't, ever. You don't want to. Never. You don't want to snuggle up with them. No. Do your friends? Not you. Not anyone. Okay. <laughs> Although. <laughs> oh, it's not so bad. Cuddle. It's not so bad. So you like it. You like it. So I was for the listener, just, I just. I just hugged Kirsten. Mm-hmm. And I totally starfished it and uh, <laughs> just standing there and did not give anything back. No, you gave a little. I just felt it. At okay, least in good. my mind, it was, I felt reciprocated. Oh, good, We good. could be getting mixed signals. We might need a professional. I think we need analyze. a professional in here to <laughs> help us out with that whole thing. Um, so now we know why she's got to be certified to post these things. It can get weird. Weird and very awkward. And yeah, I, you know, the cuddle therapy thing or not cuddle therapy, cuddle party thing. It, it I'm, I'm actually, um, I was on board with you and would have totally been like, yeah, that feels weird. That feels scary. I don't want to cuddle with people. Yeah. I, that just feels weird to because me. Think about every party that you've ever been in, 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 in. Sorry. Think about every party that you've ever been in, right? And there's like a room full of people that you don't necessarily need. Some people, like even a hug. Like I'm coming from a family of huggers. Like we walk into a room and it's hug city, right? And it feels so freaking good, right? It didn't bother me none, but I don't know. Sometimes you're like, Does I don't know that I need a hug from that person. You know, like, like, like. I'm just thinking of people oh. that I met along my lifetime. <laughs> like sometimes there are the for me some of the family members and like oh god that feels great. Yeah. And then there are some people that are a little less where you're like eh, yeah take it or leave it. I don't need that. <laughs> and then there are some people out there in that family that are for me that have been like how do I get out of this as fast as possible? Yeah. <laughs> Family stuff, it's usually all right. I don't have, luckily, I guess I was, was going to knock on wood. I like, I'm an adult now. I, hopefully I don't have any weird family members coming up the pike, but my family members don't usually creep me out. But I just like thinking of like, I always enjoy parties because you get to know people, but I don't know that I want to know like their embrace like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would want to. I, um, uh, I went to Burning Man and experienced some more just like cuddling and touching more than I think I've ever done. So platonic. it is a sex party at Burning Man. So there was sex everywhere. Everyone was just sexing <laughs> it up with the sex. 
Oh, uh-huh. that's what they say about Burning Man. And that's all not true. <laughs> but there was some but touching? There was more Heavy petting? No. <laughs> there was some heavier petting, like arm touching heavy petting. Oh. And um, that I am used to and, and normally would not, would be more of like, don't touch me. I'm much more of a don't touch me person. Yeah. I don't, I never was huge You're like on a prickly cactus. Hugs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm a prickly cactus. I'm bony as hell. Adorable porcupine or something that yeah. like you seem like you like, ah, oh, but you're, you're like also like. <sighs> but I, I'm not, I'm not huge into the, the touchy touchy. Yeah. You're very nice, but I would never think like, oh, Kirsten's the type of person who wants me to pet her. Yeah. But there was more platonic touching than I've had in my entire life. And it was nice and felt safe and good and nice and validating and made me feel uh, alive to a <laughs> I liked it. I felt alive. I felt alive. And it was, it was nice. Okay, fine. So you like cuddle parties and I don't. So... <laughs> I'm a better person. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're better and I am worse. <laughs> but it is something I, I think we quickly say no to. At least yeah. I quickly said no. That's socially weird no. and awkward. And, and no. <laughs> and then said yes and was like, oh, that's not bad. I don't that's mind it. Enjoying this touchy touch. <laughs> All right. Well. Well. I definitely, I'm, I want to know more about it. I want to know how weird it gets because I like weird. I just don't want to be in weird. <laughs> like, you, you have weird times and tell me about it. I thank you. <laughs> you want to be on the, the edge of the cuddle party just watching. Oh, is there such a thing? I feel like there's probably a thing. I hope Aren't so. Aren't there watchers everywhere? Oh, that's true. What are we called? Voyeurs? What are you, oh, yes, if you're a watcher, is. or is I the voyeur is. one of you watched? Oh. <laughs> we need to, we need to Isn't that exposition? Expositionist? Ex- yeah. I'm a peeping Tom. Yeah. I'm peeping a peeping Tom. Tammy. That's the word. <laughs> Which I think is fine too. I had a friend say, I'm not an expert, I'm a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I host this show, so that I can like talk to the experts and yeah. and uh, figure out what's going on. Enjoy other people's involvement. Absolutely. I like that. Let's talk to her. Welcome, Keely. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. We're so excited to have you and learn more about cuddling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Seems weird to learn about cuddling because it's something that comes naturally to somebody, right? Yeah. It's like (laughs) learning how to do a handshake, which I guess is actually a thing, but it sounds... Weird to say. <laughs> yeah, totally get it. Well, and, and the, that's one of the interesting things that I'm sure we'll get into about like it's less learning how to cuddle because our bodies sort of innately know oh, what, yeah. how to cuddle, right? From the time we're little babies, it's more about what creates an environment that makes cuddling possible. Oh, that makes sense. But you're trained. Yes. So how yeah. do you train? There are a couple of different schools that specifically train for cuddle therapy or professional cuddling. And so I've taken a recertification course that they offer. And then I like to be multidisciplinary. So I've also trained in something called IFS or internal family systems. It's a therapeutic modality. Okay. I have EFT or tapping. It's called the emotional freedom technique. I don't know if you've ever seen people doing yes. that. Yes. So, so that training, um, somatic experiencing, it's just a lot about um, 
the sensations in your body and how you incorporate those into your experience and be mindful of it. Um, mindfulness, mindfulness meditation techniques I incorporate. So I, I try to um, make my practice really rich, I guess I'll say. Nice. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. So what is cuddle therapy? Like what, what does the session kind of look like? Yeah. yeah. The beauty of it is that it gets really customized per person, but the elements of it are there is access to nurturing platonic human touch. Mm -hmm. Whereas in so many other modalities, that's not possible. Like with a um, like marriage and family therapist or a counsel, like licensed counselor, there is really intentional and for good reason, specific codes of ethics around how you can touch a client and how you cannot, and it's mostly you cannot. <laughs> that is shifting in that world, which I'm so glad of, to hear about the ability to like hold a client's hand briefly or like give a brief hug. That is shifting in the world of like psychotherapy, okay. which is really, really important. But the fact that so much of our experience, so much of our trauma, so much of our life is stored in information in our bodies. Mm. When we don't include that in our processing, in our healing, in our daily life, in the care of our bodies in that, we're missing half of the equation. Yeah. And so we can do all we can to be really cerebral and really in our mind about, you know, figuring our life out and being fulfilled and being successful at our jobs or being really intentional about things. But unless you incorporate the body into it, there is a really big chunk missing. And so all we really need does. is a hug. Yeah, yeah. I think people can really feel like if they've had a hug from a person they felt safe with, again, these are elements that are really important, um, from a person they felt really safe with, that they knew that they could stop at any time. There is this deep sense of this grounded, fulfilling, important feeling that mm -hmm. I think happens for most people. It's like, man, this is a need. This is a thing that I need. I think people through the pandemic as well really got an acute uh, look at what that feels like when it's not there. Yeah. 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 I definitely was in that boat. Where I was like at the grocery store, you know, you you usually don't hand money, but I was like, what if I hand money and just maybe reach a little over so that my hand brushes their hand? <laughs> <laughs> that is a beautiful illustration, though, of like your body is reaching out for that. Yeah. Right? Your body is trying to figure out some way to fit it in. Yeah. Even if it's not like a conscious choice. It's like, can I... Maybe, maybe I like brush my shoulder past someone as I'm walking past them, right? Because yeah. it needs it. That yeah. yeah. points to why it needs it. And just to like feel human again and be like, oh my God, I have a body and I am, it's a human body. Mm -hmm. We have to take care of these like meat suits that we're in. <laughs> Our meat suits need care. <laughs> what got you into it? Um, so in 2013. Yeah. Um, I came into this work from actually group facilitation workshops called Cuddle Parties. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I went to one, cried for about two hours at it. It was a really powerful experience. It was awesome. <laughs> it was exactly what I needed. Like it was a cathartic experience. Like good cry. Like a good cry. Like yeah. a real good cry. Yeah. Um, like but, the cry that happens when you watch an AT&T commercial and the grandson calls his grandma type. Right. Or when Sarah <laughs> McLaughlin is on. Like, yes. Yes. We all know the Sarah McLaughlin cry. Cry. <laughs> 
Um, but it, it touched on something, it kind of like what we're dancing around and talking around that's really intangible, that's really hard to describe, but the this thing I was missing and didn't realize it, I had moved from my hometown where I was really close with my family, and so I was in a brand new city, it's a big city, I'd been there for a couple of years and was really isolated, but not, but like successful in all the regular metrics, like, okay, work was going real well, I had a place, you know, I was in this big city and doing a thing, but... I didn't have that kind of close-knit community because I was so new to the area that just takes time to build. Yes. And finding that community and cuddle parties, one, gave me that community, which was incredibly important. And two, it taught me how to find that and create it for myself. It yeah. taught me things mm. that I never knew about what boundaries and consent look like. Mm-hmm. Right? That is something that none of us are, uh, well, I don't want to say none of us, but I think that the majority of people are not brought up with a really comprehensive education around. Yeah, we're not taught it in school. You don't take a consent class in school. <laughs> At least I didn't. <laughs> I took I, a don't get pregnant class. <laughs> right, and even those are super iffy with the information that they're present. Oh, yeah. Sometime. I grew up in Indiana. It was super super iffy (laughs) how did you find that first party uh that's a fun story a friend friend of mine that I had just started um connecting with and was really excited to meet. uh I asked if she wanted to go to the movies uh, at some point and she's like oh I can't this weekend but we can next weekend and I was like no worries and she's like but if this weekend if you want to go to an event with me I would love to have you come it's a cuddle party and my initial reaction, I didn't say this, I, but it probably was very readable on my face. But my first reaction was like, that sounds awful. Yeah. It does sound very uncomfortable. Oh, really? yeah. Like the thing I was picturing in my mind, thank goodness, ended up being completely different than what the actual experience was. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the first time I was like, yeah, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. That's a hard note. What, what did you picture? Because I'm. I would be picturing something like an orgy. Pervy. Yeah, a little pervy. Sweaty. Dirty. Very sweaty. Like a hot Gropey. yoga. Yeah, a gropey hot yoga class. Nailed it. Very, uh... Nailed exactly what I was picturing when I was like, this sounds like the very, most creep fest. Yeah, like, yeah. like, who are these people that need these cuddles? Like, yeah. can't they get their own cuddles somewhere yeah, else? And I don't know anyone there, so, like, why yeah. would I ever choose to be in that position? Yeah, so, yeah. like, going to a party where you don't know anyone, and now you're all hugging. Right? right? Yeah, like that whole thing sounds awful and (laughs) and there it's really beautiful how we've illustrated the exact reason why the very first rule and part of the workshop when you come into a cuddle party is hey you don't have to touch anyone Mm. that you don't want to touch ever Mm. you don't have to stay here like there is no this is a cuddle party and if you sit and chat with people by the snack table the entire time and never touch a soul you've done it right Okay. Like, like that is an option that's on the table, and you've you've been correct in how you've participated in this. I like that there's a snack table. There is a snack table. (laughs) So I will be going to one, and I'll be at the snack table. (laughs) I'll hug the snacks. I will cuddle the crap out of those snacks. (laughs) So, so obviously, I didn't go to that first one, right? uh And so she, uh, there was an occasion for her to invite me one more time. She was like, "Hey, uh, I was navigating some interesting stuff with relationships." And she was like, hey, you know, actually one of the things that you're mentioning to me is something that goes on, is like, go over, we talk about in the workshop that I go to. I mentioned it before. Do you want to come with me? It's like, nah, it's cool. And then the third time, <laughs> and, and one thing that's really important to highlight is how gracious she was about me saying that. She's like, great, awesome. Let's do okay. something else. Oh, there was so nice. zero pressure at all. No shaming yeah. or, no, yeah. No, she's like, great, 
let's do something else. Yeah. And then the third time, it it really did just like kind of naturally come up. I we wanted to hang out at the same time, and she's like, "Listen, I'm going to one of those events again." Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, "What is bringing this person back? This person <laughs> is my friend, and I know yeah. they're not crazy." Yeah. So like, what would make what would compel someone who is a sane human to go to this thing multiple times? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Why are you still a part of the cult? <laughs> it's a cult. We all know it is. <laughs> right. And she was like, "Listen." I, I would love for you to come with me. I can't hang out afterwards because I've got other plans, but I do want to hang out with you. If we go and if in the first five minutes you're uncomfortable, what if I drive up and in the city driving and parking is a nightmare? So like, yes. oh, I yeah. will, we will leave. I will go and I'll buy you lunch and I'll pay for your ticket to this event. So like free wow. lunch, I'm in. Free lunch. <laughs> she's driving. If we don't like it, I get to leave and she's paying for my ticket. <laughs> so that's how they like, get cult members. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, the risk of this is super low, so I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Went to the first one. It was nothing like what I pictured. Like all those horrible things that we were just talking about. Yes. No sweat. Nothing like that. There was no sweat. Was it sexy? <gasps> was it a sexy place? In no way. Oh. And I was, I was so shocked that that was possible. Yeah. In my life up until that point, if you would have told me that a group of grown adults, some who are in like pajamas, fully like full pajamas, right? Um, we're onesies. going to be like, yeah, or, or just like, you know, really comfy flannel or whatever it is, oh. you know? Um, if you told me that there was going to be a room of adults that were cuddling and nothing sexy happened, I'd be like, cool, you're lying. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was genuinely, one of the things that made me cry is like, I don't think I'd ever been in a room full of people who were so just genuinely kind mm-hmm. and they were there because that's what they wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And like... You were in so many places. For me, my experience in so many places is like, okay, I'm at my work. There's always an agenda somewhere yeah. at work, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm at a bar with friends. There's always an agenda somewhere at a bar with friends, no matter what it is, whether it's social, whether it's, you know, um, romantic, whatever it yeah. is. So everywhere, even with family, like there's some kind of times sticky and agendas and like stuff. And it, this room was just people who were like, very kind and and very um wholesome is the word that's coming to mind okay so you ever walk into these rooms since you've done this for a while now and like like any room you walk into if you're a single person you're gonna see people that you're attracted to does that ever happen or is it just like yeah and and they go over it that's one of the things why i love about the workshop part of this and i promise we will talk about individual cuddling (laughs) which is the bulk of the work that i do okay um but yeah, so the, there are 11, um, 12, uh, if you continue, if you can't the last one, which is keep the space tidy, which is kind of cute. Um, <laughs> but there are 12 agreements that are presented in the beginning of the event. And okay. we go over them really thoroughly and they teach you how to interact in that space. They tell us what our purpose there is mm-hmm. and what we are and aren't going to do. And they even go over like, hey, attraction is a normal part of being a human. That's Okay what we're not going to do is act on it in this space. We just get the autonomy, we get the empowerment to say, this isn't the space for that, and that's okay. Okay. Which most spaces, I feel like, that's a thing where you, you don't act on it. Mm-hmm. But People are used to that, and they yeah. know it, and then this, we're just explicitly stating it as an agreement. Like, if you can't agree to that, like, you're allowed to have whatever internal experience you're having. That's yours. Yeah. You, like... No one's going to police that. That's your experience. And if you're enjoying it, cool. You're just not going to act on it because how you act impacts other people. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So it's definitely a space where you're like, you're not like, let's get each other's numbers. It's like, this is a space where if I see you at a coffee shop, maybe, but no, you never like form those kind of relationships in, in these parties. It is common for people, um, in this community, especially because they go back to these events a lot, people will end up like really getting a lot of fulfillment out of them. So they'll go back a couple times and that is, it's totally possible to develop a friendship and it is possible to develop a relationship, but there's... Um, community protocols around it and we go over it in the welcome circle for instance um, if you would like to give someone your number at the end of the event you're allowed to give that information have no expectation of mm-hmm. asking for it in return and have no expectation of them utilizing it it is a thing that you are offering okay yeah. oh. all right so it can happen it can. It can. It's not yeah. forbidden or foreboding. Yeah. Right? Don't expect it. <laughs> okay, I'm not going. I'm a married woman. Green I'm, not, I'm not going. I'm sorry about what, her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I really genuinely do love like that energy brought to this space, though, because it's so relevant. It, yeah. uh, people think this. Like, why are we oh, like, totally. like, don't ignore that part of like... What people I mean, think. cuddling is where you usually get the boner in the back to let you know that this yeah. is this is what we're doing next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a kind of a perfect segue into yeah. the individual work that, yes, we, yeah. that I do. Exactly what you said, I think, touches on this really important cultural context for why my work is important in that after adolescence, adolescence is where we are first sexualized, not only mm. by our own experiences and how we've changed and developed as a person, but by society. Okay. Even if we're not experiencing those things, society is assuming that we're experiencing them. So we're sexualized as people. Yes. Mm. After adolescence, mo- the majority of people, most people don't have opportunities to cuddle. Okay. That don't, uh, that aren't precursors to sex. Yeah. Yeah. Or after. Yeah. That need in our, in ourselves doesn't diminish. Yeah. Yeah. We still need it just as much as little kids. Yeah. Yeah, That's interesting because we don't have access to it. Yeah. It does feel like that need goes away. Like it it should go away. Yeah. But it doesn't. And in your head, I'm kind of like, I I shouldn't need it. It's intimate. It's supposed to be intimate. Right. Yeah. But this isn't intimate. Yeah. Well, and I'll, I'll parse out a little bit here of like, there's different types of intimacy, I think. Okay. So there's like, uh, there's sexual intimacy. Right. There's also romantic intimacy, which mm-hmm. can feel different. And yes. there's also platonic intimacy. Yeah. Have you ever been like with a friend up and it's all platonic, like up till like 1 a.m. Yeah. And you're just so in the conversation and connection and like, this is going to be your ride or die My person forever. My buddy. We're always up until 1 a.m. <laughs> we never <laughs> sleep. <laughs> So with would, each other, I would categorize that. Oh, we could take a pause for that. <laughs> but I would categorize that as as platonic intimacy. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. So I would say that there is intimacy here. It's just an intentional kind. Yeah. Yeah. That. So in your work, mm-hmm. is it? Does it ever have to be like okay, the party, the cuddling's over because it's you're taking it into the wrong direction or? How does that go? Yeah, we navigate that really intentionally, and this is also why the training comes in really handy because yeah. we don't have a blueprint for this in most of like most yes. of the time, right? So for me, in the individual work, right? So first of all, I'm gonna say the thing: boners happen. Yeah, that's just a thing. That's just a thing a body does. Yeah, a body that can do that will. And even oh, yeah. ladies get boners, but Absolutely. you don't feel them. Yeah, they're not, visible, they're not outwardly visible. Often. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
so that that is simply like it it would be for me to shame someone for getting a boner i view it as the yeah. same as shaming someone for sneezing their okay. body did a thing yeah. yeah right yeah again it's about our intention and our actions so the conversation that we have or the agreement that we have in a session is hey if your boner is so dist- is distracting you in that moment then acknowledge it if you need to adjust your body if you yes. need to take care of yourself and be mindful of, of what I have said is my comfort. Or if I say, hey, I'm a little uncomfortable. Let's just shift a little bit because okay. this is better. Um, we're we're just going to be respectful about that. And I, what I think is so funny that people are surprised at is like, if you don't feed that kind of sexual intimacy, your body adjusts really quickly and is like, oh, oh, we're not, we're not doing that. I thought that's what we were doing. Okay, cool. Okay. And it and it course corrects pretty easily. I honestly, it's like three deep breaths and you're kind of back on track. Yeah. <laughs> it, so like, it's never been an, an issue, really. It's only an issue if someone doesn't have the, if someone isn't in their integrity with the intention of how we're spending mm. the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's with therapy, rare. you probably have all gamuts of people coming through. Right. So <laughs> has it been for your, for with your experience, have it been like, okay, we figured it out. We've we know what we're doing here. Or have you had to be like, okay, you're not getting it. So like, I have a thorough consultation process. Yeah, we go over. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing with yeah. the, the the consent and talking mm-hmm. about and communicating prior. I think really sets you up for a good situation. Which is also the same, we talk to a lot of people about sex and everything, and it's the yeah. same thing. Like, you're going to have way more fun with sex mm-hmm. if you're having the communication at the top. Yeah. What I love is that a lot of my clients, when we're exploring platonic touch, mm-hmm. and we're exploring how deep and how, like, the, the richness of that kind of connection, it often makes their sex time with a partner more more fulfilling because they are able to first of all separate out some time with that partner and be like hey can we actually just like deepen our connection and cuddle for this time and not not you know take it anywhere yeah that experience often heightens the emotional connectivity and the increased like joy during sex and because you are now more empowered and you're now more intentional Mm. about the sex that you're having Mm -hmm. it makes that better and I'm sure, too, for a partner who's maybe trying to get some of the cuddling and physical touch out of sex, mm-hmm. that makes sex harder and less mm-hmm. enjoyable than if you separate it, you get that cuddle time and that, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to get that while you, somebody's wee-wee is um, right. going at you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are technical terms, by the way. Yes. I love, the, I love that we're bringing the clinical side of it. Oh, yeah. We are doctors by... Uh, <laughs> Just name. <laughs> Just by me saying it right the second. That's I love it. the only thing. <laughs> but yeah, so it, I love that there are even some of my clients who have spouses or significant others that send them two sessions. Like, oh yeah, you yeah. go get like you are a person who has a really high level of touch need, or that's your love language. I want you to get that. I don't have capacity for it. It's not my love language. Go get that need met so that when we're together, we're spending time in a way that matches both of us. Yeah. And uh, we talked to somebody about open marriage, Mm -hmm. and I do think there is that we have different levels of wants and needs, and it is that of, 
you know, to expect one partner to give you everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not, not just physical or sex or anything, whether that means also, you know, somebody you can talk sports with or mm-hmm. somebody you can talk to work about or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's the same with physical touch. Like your partner might be able to give you like a lovely back rub, but they're not a trained masseuse. Yeah. It's so it's, Oh, and please don't think we are. Yeah. <laughs> having that on behalf of all partners. <laughs> you bring up such a good point of like having that expectation of a partner is sort of unfair. Yeah. And so the kind of the kind of care that I provide in a session, it it doesn't look like a relationship. Mm-hmm. It is one way, it is focused, it's really centered on that person, whoever my client is, it's centered on that person's needs. It's centered on that person's self-discovery. It's centered on their, solely their experience. I'm there as a full participant and only doing things that I 100% can consent to. And will say no to some things if, they, if I, I'm not giving it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. But that's not really how relationships are supposed to feel because it's so one-sided. Mm-hmm. Right? Relationships, when I find the healthiest dynamic is when they're mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. And not in every single moment, right? There's focus at times, but it can't be that all of the focus is on one person, only their needs. You're getting your, each other's needs met as much as you can. So do you feel like the cuddling uh, normally comes from, like somebody who needs to be cuddled and wants this extra physical touch from you, are they lonely people or are they, wh- is that a thing? Sure, absolutely. There's also lots of people who um, wouldn't fit that that. It's a wide variety. Yeah. I'll have a lot of parents, whether they're single parents or not, because their touch is so one way. Yeah. Right? I call it like gimme touch. Like they are caregivers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they don't get time often to just like receive and get their batteries recharged. Yeah. So like whether it's a parent, whether it's someone who's in like a caregiving nursing profession, things like that. Yeah. I have a lot of those people who are looking just to like refill their tanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are in relationship transitions, either out, either uh, breakup or widow, widower, things mm. like that, where they still have that. There's a huge gap in their life. Yeah. Sure. Right. They don't want to get into another relationship. That is not a thing on the plate for them right now. They can't offer what they would want and they, they're, that's not ready. Right. That's not right. Ready. But they still have this big gap of like this comfort yeah. that they yeah. had before and is now glaringly missing. This is a great way to not jump in to a like hasty uh, rebound. Yeah. Just to get that gap felt like you're doing it really intentionally and really beautifully so that you have the time to process and heal what you need okay. without this big like hole. So I, they could be lonely, but it's very like it's a loneliness that we all are very familiar with. Right. Right. right? I also have people who are um, really career driven focused, mm. like produce, produce, produce. And this is their self-care. Yeah. Just like they would go to the gym, just like they would go to get a massage. This is their like oasis. They're not making decisions. They're not in charge of everything. This is just like, oh, I just need to relax. So you kind of have seemingly some emotionally mature people kind of looking for this anyway. Mm, yeah. So it's probably kind of, you know, talking about awareness. They're probably a little more aware than your average Joe, I would think. Yes and no. Yeah? Yes. Okay. It goes all the way to the gamut of people who are who are navigating pretty intense trauma. Okay. And who have discomfort with touch. Yeah. Okay. People who are very averse to cuddling will come to me and be like, hey, this is a big thing in my life that I have to constantly navigate. And it's always like I'm whenever I go to social events or when I go with my family or if I ever want to get in a relationship again, like 
me being uncomfortable with someone just touching me yeah. is something I want to work through and figure out. You're like the sure. do something that scares you for the day. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to be touched. Make it. You're my risk. You're yeah. my risk. <laughs> and that's exactly right because we're, we're creating, it is a risk, but we're creating an environment in that space that's really intentional. So it's a much smaller risk. You can take the little yeah. incremental steps. And I think sometimes the risk is just asking for that need to be fulfilled. Yeah. So. yeah. And um, you basically answered this, but the I guess what always comes to my mind when I think about cuddle therapy and needing a cuddle, asexual comes up in my brain. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like you have a wide variety of clients that aren't just the people out there looking to be touched and cuddled aren't necessarily people who are asexual or... Um, yeah, you, you're you're getting the full spectrum Married, of sexuality. Single, horny, evolved, not so evolved. Right, it, and that is it's so interesting from this side. Yeah, right? from the side of doing it, how I have so many different types of people who come to me, and from the other side of it, looking into what cuddle therapy can be or what it might be, it's not it's not. Familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not familiar for most Very people. Very foreign. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. a new language for us for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never Can realized I that. You? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. I love this moment. Can we take a pause This is great. So, like, one of the very first things we we talk about in group settings and in individual settings is when, when we're making a request because it's often really, really vulnerable for us, but it's also vulnerable for the other person. Yeah. We make requests from neutral body positions. Oh. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Because no. there's a huge difference in, do you want a hug? Uh-huh. Versus, would you like a hug? <laughs> oh, that's true. You're very aggressive, like a Not zombie. <laughs> for the listener, arms out like a zombie, and then no arms out. <laughs> <laughs> like a mummy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, like I guess a... mummy still has its arms out. Well, it depends yeah. on which movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> King Tut is definitely wrapped. Tied up. <laughs> All I can think of is the, the Disney no, Universal ride. Oh, yes. The mummy. Oh, yeah. And then the arms are up in the air. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. While we're, in, <laughs> while we're in learning mode, it's a good time for us to pause because we will have a caller for you. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. So um, if you haven't listened to the show or if you're a first-time listener, we have uh, people with questions and then our producer gets them in. So we will have Fiona on the line for a call uh, for a call for you. With some questions. Awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Fiona. How are you? Thank you for calling me. Yeah. <laughs> so you got Greenberry and Kirsten with Adult Buddy Finders, and you probably are well aware by this point that you will be talking to Keely, our professional cuddle therapist. Yes, I'm so excited. Fiona, it's so good to meet you. Hi. Hi. Hi, Keely. How are you? I'm awesome. I hear you have a question for me. I do. I, um, well, you see, I have this guy. He's a friend of mine. And I, I, I want him to be kind of more than just a pal. You know, I want him to be like a, like a cuddle bunny you know how like people sometimes have f buddies <laughs> yeah but i don't really want that from him yeah i absolutely. just want to cuddle he's so soft and squishy <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he'd just so be perfect 
I love that. So does this person someone is this person someone you've had a friendship with for a while or is they are they new in your life? No, we've been friends for a long time. And, you know, sometimes when we maybe have one too many cocktails, uh-huh. we do get a little cuddly. Okay. Does your, and uh, if it does, this is awesome. If it doesn't, it's also awesome. When you have a few cocktails and you get cuddly, is the cuddle, does the cuddle feel um, like sexually charged to you at all? Or do you feel that kind of energy coming from him? Um... Not for me. Definitely not for me. Yeah, sure. Um, um, you know, he is a guy, but it's not, like, threatening or anything. I just sure. really only want to cuddle. That's all I want. Perfect. So what I would say is if you do want to transition the friendship that you have right now to include more cuddles, it's really, really going to be helpful for you to have an idea of what you want to say to be really clear about that. Um, so something like, I don't, I don't want to give you words because I'm sure the words that you would pick would be more true and authentic to your experience. And I want you to find those, but I would include something like, I really enjoy our connection. However you would say that. And I also really like cuddles, but it's really important that they're platonic to me and give him some space to figure out whether or not that's something that he can wholeheartedly provide. You might even say, if that's not, if that's something that's going to feel sexual to you, or if it's going to pull that, then I don't want to do it. And I want to know that my, our friendship will not change. Mm. So making sure that he knows that it is, that the clear intention from you is that it's platonic, that it's okay for him to say no. And that if he has those feelings that y'all can navigate it and talk about it as friends. How does that sound when I say that? Does that sound like something that would be comfortable or uncomfortable for you to say? Well, I mean, to say would be fine. My only concern is that he's not that evolved, you know what I mean? Mm. So I'm just afraid that, you know, he won't want to be my friend anymore if he, you know, doesn't agree with what I'm asking for. That is a really, I, I don't know how vulnerable you are able or comfortable being with this person, but saying exactly what you just said, I'm worried that if I ask you this question, it might change our friendship and our friendship's important to me. That is a beautiful segue into that. And it also shows a lot of bravery on your part and connection that he might enjoy. And he also has the option to be like, that's a bit heavy. I don't know if I, if I'm able to go there. Wow, you're just so good at this. <laughs> I, I really was very upset and worried, but, you know, it's just something I can't stop thinking about. But I think, and and if it's okay, I think I am going to steal your words. I'll totally yes, give you credit. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They're here for you. And, and if anything else feels more true, trust those instincts. And if it leads you more, here's what I'll say. Whatever instinct pulls you to a place that allows you to be more honest, to build more trust with this person, and to be more clear in your intentions, follow that. Follow those instincts. You can trust them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I really appreciate your advice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your question and good luck. I hope you get a cuddle buddy out of it. Yeah. I, uh, Thank you. And Fiona, you know, the, the words, and I love that you're going to use Keely's words because 
she's been trained and had years of experience in this. So I know for me, I don't have the words. I don't know the no. words. I would do the same thing and steal from somebody who's been trained and knows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got, that's why you go to the experts, right? Because they know the kind of stuff that people want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes it clearer than uh, my words are always all jumbled, as you can tell right now. I'm like, bleh, bleh. how do you say? Uh, no, I... no. <laughs> I know I get I get nervous when I ask for anything from anybody. So. Yeah, it, I want to acknowledge how brave it is, how yes. brave it is just the act of asking. That's huge. If yeah. whatever happens from this, I hope that you can find some big points of pride in just the act of asking. That is huge. Yes, I hope that I don't lose a friend, but I gain a cuddle buddy. Oh. I hope that for you too. Yeah, we're all rooting for you, Fiona. Thank you so much for listening and thanks for being brave and calling in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank yeah, you. thank you. Sorry if I was nervous, but no, thank you very you're much. Perfect. You're awesome. Thank you, Fiona. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I love that question. I also, to go more off of that question too, what if he says no and she still wants a cuddle buddy, yeah. uh, then how would you go about that? What would you do if you're in that situation where you want a cuddle buddy? So first of all, my favorite response to when someone says no to me is thank you. Oh, yes. I love that. (laughs) Thank you for taking care of yourself, right? Thank you for being honest with me. It shows me that you trust that I can can actually respect you and be the close, be as close as, um, be that in that kind of closeness. Well, my words got tongue tied. I I hope that came across. The, yeah, the, the thank you after a no makes other people feel much more comfortable um, being honest. And that's the yeah. foundation of friendship, I feel like. Yeah. And you're such a pro. The way you said thank you, like, I I think some I would be less confident and so my no might come off a little snarky. Mm. I have to put some energy into making sure the no, the, not right. the no, the thank you is coming off of a genuine thank you. I think just because I would be so nervous. Yeah, you're so that, vulnerable just to yeah. ask and then you hear that no, even though you might expect it or be prepared for it, it can be very, very hard to be like okay cool yeah i knew you were gonna say no it's yeah. it's hard it's a it's a skill for mm-hmm. sure absolutely one, one uh, thing that my mentor uh taught me a long time ago or said and i love this phrase because it really helps is that it takes a lot of vulnerability and emotional energy to ask someone someone for something right yes. like that's a really scary big thing yes it is so if you're working up yourself the, like the courage to yes. ask and the energy to ask don't put a hundred percent of yourself in the ask. Mm. Reserve 10, 15 percent of your energy and of your your like mental well-being in case you get a no. Yeah. Reserve yeah. just like 10 percent of that for yourself so you can take care of you. Yeah. Don't put absolutely everything on the line. Yes. It's okay to like take little increments or if you want to build a so you how do you find a cuddle buddy, right? It's okay if you want to take a few steps before jumping into the, will you be my cuddle buddy? It's like, can we have a hug that's like three breaths long? I just kind of need that today. Or like, can our hug be a bit longer today? I just, that would feel really good. Is that okay? Yeah. That's one hug, right? That's not signing up for a cuddle buddy (laughs) in perpetuity. Yes. Right? So little increments like that um, can really 
can be the stepping stones. You don't have to do all like whole hog immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, we're going to be wrapping up. So I have, I know I have one more question. I don't know if you had one more. Probably. <laughs> I always have questions. <laughs> With cuddle therapy, is it also talk therapy or is it just holding each other? I'm really glad you asked that. I want to be really clear in that cuddle therapists are not licensed counselors. Okay. They're not marriage and family therapists. If someone is multidisciplinary and have those two skills, that is that is coincidental. That is separate. You don't okay. get those trainings. You're not going through that education for cuddle therapy. It's a separate thing. Okay. Right? Like a massage therapist isn't also a talk therapist. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Um, <laughs> not <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> not that my I have one. Like, but Go to sleep. <laughs> I'm not here to listen to your daddy issues. <laughs> I'm not your bartender. Yeah. <laughs> but you rub those calves and I just yeah. want to get my issues out. Yeah, or, or, your, or your hips where all your emotions are stored. Oh, yeah. Right. That's <laughs> I love that you referenced that because, yeah, emotions are really stored in the body. So yes. that comes up a lot in cuddle, in cuddle therapy. And so it is normal for us to talk. Yeah. Do, it's not silent. It doesn't right. have to be done in silence. But the kind of support that I can provide through talking yeah. is more empathetic listening, yeah. unconditional positive regard. Like I'm going to consider you an expert of your experience. I can't diagnose you. Yeah. you have no, like don't have the skill, don't have the, the ability and don't have the interest yeah. in diagnosing someone. I can't treat mental illness. Right. Right. I, but I can be a compassionate person who, if you need to share something and feel comfortable sharing something with me, I'm happy to hold that space for you. Um, but again, there, there is a significant difference in the training that I have is specifically right. involving the body boundaries and consent communication oh, skills. Yeah. yeah. Do you That's refer cool. out whenever, yes. okay. So you have some people that you're like, okay, this or, is what you need for, for what you're doing. And I'll work in tandem as well. So I will. Can you do it out. all at once? Yes. So you have a therapist like yes. talking to them while you're yes. cuddling them and somebody's oh, cool. massaging their feet and somebody else is massaging their oh, head. This there. is a spa girl. Yeah. Oh spa yeah. Idea. There's some clients who, in order for me to work with them on the things that they want to work with, especially if there's trauma involved, I, I'm not going to be comfortable proceeding oh. unless they also have a licensed therapist that they see regularly. There's also something that's really cool that's called the triadic model. And yeah. the triadic model of care means that all three of us at some point sit down and talk. So that whenever a client is working on with me in a session, they can go and then process with the therapist. Mm. And if they're working on something really specific with a therapist and like there's, there's, it's just a specific way that the therapist knows that they need to proceed for the health and benefit of the client. They can yeah. let me know, you know, steer clear of X, Y, Z, or make sure that when you're working on stuff, you're going to this place or not going to this place. It can be a really holistic way to, to tackle some deeper, more intense issues. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. I do have two questions. All right. Okay. First, so consent, you work with consent and teaching people about consent yes. and all of that. So do you have like one piece of advice that you think would be helpful or like you can send people, especially I know guys right now are having a hard time of figuring out what is okay to do with a woman and how to be confident and all of that, but also have the consent side. So do you have a piece of advice or maybe some place to send them where they can find more advice? Yes. So the piece of advice that I was get, I would give is if you're asking for consent and it feels like you're doing it too much, you're doing it right. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
err on the side of asking more, and I want everyone as best to the best of their ability, banish the idea from your mind that asking for consent ruins the mood. Oh, love it. Yeah. Banish that idea from your mind because it doesn't have to. It is just a skill that you can develop. Yeah. yeah. It purely like you okay. can make it smooth. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> Do you want to? So so this is not my primary wheelhouse, but let me just give an example. Tell me exactly what you want me to do to you. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Right? That is not your wheelhouse, but you did that amazingly. Yeah, I think but it might right. be your wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but like that is asking for consent. Yeah. yeah. There is nothing not sexy about that. Yeah. Love that. So it's just getting like finding a little bit of creativity. Yes. In it. And the the discomfort with it is often in us. It's not with the other person. Yeah. Yes. It's often like, would you like a hug? Yeah. That can feel really energizing. That can feel really like anticipatory and um, like uh, it can build energy. It doesn't have to break the mood. It doesn't have to take it away. It can be another point of connection. Yeah. yeah. It's another uh, look at it as saying um, what you are saying in the may I, will you, are you interested in is I care about you. Yes. Change how you view that. It's like I'm saying I care about you. Oh, I'm, I'm interested. I'm actually interested in what you want. Yeah. yeah. I'm not interested in just taking from you. I'm actually interested in the connection that we can have here. Right. And that's sexy as hell. Right. I just got a little lady boner. <laughs> I feel it too. Right? <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah, I can okay. have that. Fine. And that's yes. not a sexual thing right now. It's not uh, distracting me. body. It's <laughs> not distracting me whatsoever. <laughs> but isn't that fun? Isn't that like a fun experience to have? Yes. Like, yeah. Relish it. Because it can relish definitely it. be awkward, but it's sure. like anything. Like so can it so can any type of flirt. It can oh, be yeah. awkward if you're not yeah. good at it. And you're not going to get good at it unless you keep doing it. And I think yeah. that also is the, the 10% take care of yourself. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're putting it out there. You're asking for consent. But you're also doing the 10% self-care a little bit. Yeah. Like right. Maybe I'm rejected and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love exactly that. Exactly right. Um, and the other, like, what resource? Go to a cuddle party. Find one. Find one in your yes. area. Um, in that. Los Angeles. If they're in the Los Angeles area, yes. there is uh, an institute called Cuddle Sanctuary. Oh, love it. Cuddle Sanctuary puts on cuddle class. Nice. And it is very similar to the Cuddle Party. Cuddle Party is a non-profit organization, so it is like a trademarked thing. It's not like a colloquial, hey, let's come together and have a cuddle party. Oh. Like, it's actually a thing. So you can look on the official Cuddle Party website if you're interested in finding a party in your area. You can look on the Cuddle Sanctuary website for things local to the LA area. Um, and if you're interested in doing this work or finding a personal one-on-one, Cuddlist is one of my very favorite um, resources. It's a website? Yeah. Okay. That's your company, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I'm associated with that company for sure. It's C U D D L I S T, like a violinist. Or oh, oh, yes. I love that. Because it is a skill. It, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. And so that's where we find you, Cuddlist. Uh, you can or... find me at Cuddlist or um, KeelyShoot.com is also going to take you to my personal website. Also, Chicago Cuddle Therapy. Um, that's going to be rebranded soon. Maybe check that out. So... <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> It'll still take you to me, but oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> peek into the future. No, so mm-hmm. KeelyShoot.com or Cuddlist.com are great places to find me. Awesome. Perfect. Well, and I found her looking... on Instagram, so you can go there too. <laughs> Absolutely. Or TikTok. I've got. Uh, that, oh. That's kind of a blow that place. 
Yes. Awesome. Great. I have one more question, but we'll do it as a separate little Yes. We are running out of time, so we'll have to do a bonus footage of your final question. All right. right. Well, thank you so much, Keely. Thanks for coming by and letting us know about all the the wonderful ways we can cut it. All the ways. Listen, hanging out with y'all is is fun. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that? We're fun. (laughs) See, we're a good time. Tell your friends. Can't confirm. Hanging around with you. Thank you so much yes, again. Thank so you. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's been, it's been a blast. <laughs> We're glad you had fun. We definitely, I, I know I learned a lot. Oh, I ha- yes. Oh, I was going to say I had fun. But I also had a brain learning, too. <laughs> All that, like, okay, here's what I thought a sex, or sex party. That's what I, I thought a sex wow. party was a sex party. I thought it was, yeah. you know, at least some, yeah. some variation of sex party. But. Yeah. Either very creepy or very sexy mm-hmm. uh, in, like, not a sexy way. Either yeah, very asexually sex. Se- it's yeah. asexual sex. Yeah. Is that we don't know enough about asexuality to understand. Yeah, we need to anybody out there want to talk to us about it, we would love to hear more. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for joining us as well and our audience. And to find out more about where to find Keely, where to find cuddle parties and more information on cuddling all in general take a look at our show notes and we'll put it all in there. All the websites typed out for you. <laughs> and then also, do you want to tease? Oh, I love teasing. We love to tease you, you you naughty ears <laughs> and eyes and whoever's listening and, and watching. So that means you have to wait until our next episode to get the one, the only. Ooh, ooh what? Big D. Nope. Regular D. Okay. Just a regular D. <laughs> when you get a regular D. Let's hope it's a little better than regular. Yeah. <laughs> our next episode is our next episode is about getting the D after the big D. And the big D is divorce. That's right. Getting the D after the big D. Listen in and learn on how to how to get your groove back from the show. How to get your, yes, how Estella got her groove back. Yes. How do you get your D back? (laughs) Yes. And again, thank you. If there is anything you'd like to tell our listeners, why don't you tell them, Keely? Well, if we're teasing the next show, one way to get the D back after the big D is giving yourself some transition period with a cuddler. Oh, yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. We all know what you can expect now, which is really just a snuggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which sometimes is it can be a precursor but sometimes all on its own it's very lovely it's just what you need that. just what you need thank you again for having me yes, yes. thank you anything else you want to share with our listeners uh, for your listeners my hope is that if they would like to the invitation is to snuggle up to that subscribe button cuddle up to that like button and follow you guys for more yay oh, there it is that advice yes of course invitation and you can take it or leave it yes. and have 10% of yourself to self-care. Yes, if it doesn't work out. <laughs> if you're not like subscribing and sharing, it ain't working out for us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all.